Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. You've all heard <coughs> the expression, the world is a stage, and we are all actors on the stage. I, uh, when I was younger, acted, uh, took acting lessons, and between uh, uh, other lessons. Um, and uh, one of the things that an actor does is he memorizes a script. Uh, scripts are written by writers and uh, depending on the writer, um, the nature of the character is created. Now, we all have this stage that we're on. And we all go through our daily tasks. Now, we don't have external writers writing our scripts. We sort of go through our life with a script that is put together by our mind. Our mind sort of tells us how to handle situations and what to do. And the mind tries to create a scenario for each of us and also tries to create what it thinks is appropriate for us, what we should be, what we should have, how we should act, and what our status should be, and how we are to be uh, reacted to, and how we are to react to other people. And this goes on on a constant basis. Now, Lots of different kinds of things happen, but some of the things that happen are that if we don't exactly get what it is we think we should, if we're not treated exactly the way we think we should be treated, if we don't get the respect that we think we deserve, we begin to try to manipulate the scenario. Uh, we do things like lie in order to create uh, different ideas about our reality. Uh, we do things like undermine other people to be able to somehow bring up who we are. And this is the way the mind works. The mind does not necessarily have a moral base. The mind works through its connection to the lower self. And the lower self is an animal self. And that animal self tries to maintain its superiority and its control over who we are in an animalistic way. Nothing should get in our way, and if it does, 
we do things to push it out of our way. Um, we become the most important part of the universe. And everything revolves around us, which is how an animal views the world. But there are other ways to view the world. And this animalistic point of view, which is shared, by the way, by most people in the world and by most countries in the world, is an illusory point of view. It talks about things that are all very temporary in nature and which dissipate and disappear. If one is fortunate enough to run into divine guidance by finding a divine teacher, um, a teacher who is connected to divinity, a teacher of true wisdom, their world is turned upside down. Especially if they listen. Many people find or come in contact with uh, people who can help them. But what I have seen is if their lower self and their view of themselves and their egocentricism is very strong, they are incapable of hearing, seeing, or understanding anything that in any way negates their ideas. They are incapable of understanding anything that doesn't hold them up into a high position. And they will fight mightily to maintain that. But the teacher of wisdom will tell you that this is a losing fight. It's a fight that can't be won because the very nature of it is it's based on a foundation of sand. It has no reality to it and it is meant to fall apart. The only way that you can enter into a situation where truth exists and where reality exists and where you can find who you really are as opposed to what the mind tells you you are is, is to enter into a state that is not influenced by the mind, that is not influenced by your thinking process, that is not influenced by self-motive, by self-motivation, where everything revolves around you as the sun, and you are the center of everything. We need to be able to give up that point of view, and assume a point of view that instead of its sole purpose is to make us bigger and to make us more important, 
enter into a situation where our purpose is to help others and to help others become better and more. So <clears throat> we need to give up our egocentric self and turn towards the rest of the humanity and become an assist and a help to the rest of the humanity. This is contrary to the way nations act in the world and contrary to the way most people act in the world. This is contrary to my religion, your religion. This is contrary to my race, your race. This is contrary to my people and your people. This is contrary to separations. And this idea that it's contrary to separations makes you someone who doesn't fit in very easily with the rest of the world because the world takes on a different position. My religion is better than your religion. My race is better than your race. My country is more important than your country. My way of doing things is better than your way of doing things. In the state of wisdom that bypasses this worldly illusory nature where arrogance makes us think that we are somehow individuated and important and self-created. The lie that exists within that has to be brought out into the open. And being in the presence of a wise teacher brings that lie into the open. Because when you see a man who is constantly giving and is not in need of taking, who is constantly loving as opposed to looking to be loved, who is constantly giving as opposed to taking, who is constantly helping as opposed to needing to be helped, and when you see the peace that's within that man, and the peace that comes to you by being in the presence of that, you begin to realize there's something there. You may not know what it is, but you know there's something there. And then you have a choice to make. You can either work towards becoming like that or go back to the world that you have always lived in and you've accepted as reality. But the simple understanding that this life ends should tell you that all of this self-aggrandizement and all of the things you do to bolster yourself within this illusory world comes to an end. And it's like putting makeup on a mannequin. Mannequin can't do anything. You may make it look very pretty, but then if you talk to it, it never talks back to you. Except in movies. We have to grasp the true nature of our existence. And the true nature of our existence is 
that it covers a span of time. And that span of time is incredibly short. Think about your life. And think about when you were 15 or 30 or 40 or 50 or 60. Whatever age you're at, everything that happened before went away like the snap of a finger. Time has just passed. And here you are. And inshallah, 10 years from now, it'll pass and here you are again. And what's been accomplished? Well, a better question is what can be accomplished. And we have to look at that. What can be accomplished is we can become closer to being a true human being. And what is a true human being? The wise teacher who brings divinity and the nature of divinity into this earth and wipes away the illusory nature of things and brings the truth is what we should be striving to become. And the only way that we can become that is through God's grace, God's help, and setting our intention to become like that and to stop paying so much attention to our importance in the world and being able to give importance to everyone else that we see and everyone else that we come in contact with. One of the things that one would notice if they come into contact with a truly wise person is that when they talk to you, you're the only person there. They're not even there. They become you as they talk to you because they have no interest in themselves. Their interest is in you and your advancement. So they give up of themselves so that they can transfer the truth that exists within them into you. One of the things that a truly wise man is capable of doing is transferring his state to the state of the ones he comes into contact with. If he couldn't do that, think about it, then what is he doing? He isn't doing anything. So the great gift that these wise men have, the great gift that the men who carry divinity with them have, is to be able to bring you into that place that they hold in reality. To bring you into the place where the qualities of Allah are visible and you can grasp them and hold on to them. To take you to the place where you can alter your perception of reality and alter your priorities. If your priority is the gathering of wealth, if your priority is the gathering of fame, if your priority 
is becoming the most important person in your surrounding. You haven't changed. If you are a political animal and want to rule, you haven't changed. Change means that you have taken on Allah's responsibilities in the world as your responsibility. And what is Allah's responsibility? His responsibility is to care for His creation, to maintain His creation, to sustain His creation, to feed His creation. Can you become part of His work? And can your story become His story? My sheikh used to say, I'm not here to talk about my story. Whenever anybody asked him about his personal history, he said, I'm only here to talk about his story. And his story is the story of reality and the story about the truth of your being. And the truth of your being is that this body is temporary. And this body will disappear. The truth of your story is that the mind is focused on you and in order to find truth you need to bypass the mind. You need to function in a different way. You need to function not through what the mind tells you but what the heart tells you. What's connected to the soul, what's connected to Allah, what's connected to the truth, and <clears throat> the priorities of the truth have to become your priorities. Your priorities have to be, are the poor being fed? Are you being a comfort to the ones who you run into? Are you being a comfort to your friends and to your family? Are you a helper? Are you one who assists in the divine plan? Or is your plan about yourself? You can only transcend yourself when you leave yourself. When yourself does not become the most important thing in your set of ideas. When you give up needing to be important, when you give up needing to be elevated, when you give up needing all of the needs that you've accumulated over the years. There's a, a Buddhist story uh, that explains this in a very simple way there was this uh, Buddhist monk who used to go from village to village and play with children. And he was always happy and all of the children that he touched became very happy and there was always a lot of joy around him. And there was this man watching from the distance and he says he's a charlatan. He, uh, he's not taking any responsibility for anything. He's not doing anything. He doesn't know anything. So as the man was walking to the next village, he was carrying 
a little uh, bag that had all of his belongings. And this man approached him. And he said, uh, if you're such a great Buddhist, such a great teacher, teach me the Dharma without saying a word. And the, the monk looked at him. He took his bag and handed it to him and walked away. And uh, he's holding, the man's holding the bag, and he sees the, the, the monk walking away. He runs up to him. He says, can you expand on that? And the man took the bag back and kept walking. And what's the point? You have to give up everything in the world. And then after you give it up, you still have to live in the world. You still have to do what you did in the world. But now you do it in the right way. It's not more complicated than that. But it's very difficult. Because nobody can give up their little bag of stuff. Everybody holds on to their little bag of stuff as if it's the most important thing in the world. And one of the things that we have in our bag of stuff is us. We carry ourselves around in our bag of stuff. And we give ourselves all these titles and all these honorifics and sometimes we give us a dinner or whatever. We have to let it go. We have to let it all go. I mean, we all know what the zikr is the remembrance of the names of Allah, and the remembrance of the truth. And one of the most important repetitions in the zikr is la ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah. Only God exists. I do not exist. Well, if only God exists, and I do not exist, then why am I wearing all these medals? If only God exists and I do not exist, why do I wear uniforms? Why do I have degrees? Why do I need so many things if I don't exist? Why do I fight with anybody and everybody who tries to degrade me? Why am I in the midst of all of this turmoil defending myself? if there's no one to defend. We need to be capable of obtaining this point of view and having this understanding. And this understanding will elevate us above the fray. And somehow, we have to elevate ourselves above the everyday mundane insanity that is the world. Because if not, we will stay trapped in it, and we will stay reacting to it, and we will be robotic in our nature, wherein whatever happens, we react to, and our life becomes action and reaction, and we are constantly reacting to defend what? Ourselves, who doesn't exist. We're defending smoke. We're defending shadows. We're defending illusions. And we're doing it at a pretty high intensity as if 
very important things depended on it. And in truth, it's all going to disappear. And it's just a matter of time. The truth, though, is that we can't understand that time period. And we're incapable of seeing our own demise. So we see ourselves as immortal. Yet, we all know that even the ones we thought were immortal disappeared. Everyone disappeared. We will disappear. So before that happens, we need to find the truth. And we need to become one with it. We have to incorporate it into our being. We have to incorporate it into our hearts. We have to incorporate it so that it supersedes our mind. So it depresses the mind and doesn't allow the mind to rule us. So that instead of being ruled by the mind, we are ruled by the truth. To be able to go through this world without thinking brings you to a different place than if you go through the world in constant thought about what's going to happen next and how it's going to happen. If all of your scheming disappears, the world becomes real. But as long as the scheming is going on, you are an imposter. Because what you're doing is, there are nine different levels of thought going on in you as to how to create this play that you're acting in so that it comes out the way you want it to. Give up the play. Give up the act. Give up. Surrender to truth. Then nothing can harm you because you are under God's protection. And that is the only real protection. So have no fear. Allah is with you. Allah loves you. Allah cares for you. And if you surrender to him, he will surrender to you and take you within him. Believe it. May it come to be that way for each and every one of us. Amin, amin. Ya Rabbil Alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.